Welcome to Top Stories, I am Andy Zaltzman. Moon News was first on the agenda for issue 4098 of The Bugle in February 2019. And if rich guys firing large rockets isn't enough for you, myself and Alice Fraser couldn't leave out some very important Jesus fish news. Top story private moon mission in Moon Jews News now. <laughs> a team of Israeli scientists will launch the first privately funded moon mission, sending a spacecraft to collect data from the lunar surface. Uh, the robotic lander is called Bereshit. Is it a Hebrew word meaning Genesis, Andy? Does a Bereshit in the woods. Of course, it is a Hebrew word meaning Genesis. <laughs> <laughs> Propelled by you, one. You didn't need me to tell me that, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> Propelled by one of Elon Musk's SpaceX Falcon 9 rockets, it will measure the magnetic field of the moon, and uh, will also. Always, I've always been wondering what that was, actually. <laughs> Glad that someone's going to be able to clear that up. I mean, a number of times I've just been up in the middle of the night thinking, I wonder what the magnetic force of the moon is. <laughs> just desperately holding up a fridge magnet and trying to feel it in your yeah. fingertips. Never quite sticks. <laughs> Uh, the uh, space thing, Bereshit, will also deposit a time capsule of digital files the size of coins containing the Bible, children's drawing, Israel's national anthem and flag, as well as memories of a Holocaust survivor, making it a full round of bullshit bingo for both anti-Semites, Holocaust deniers, moon landing sceptics and flat earthers. <laughs> Um, oh, it's very exciting uh, this because they are hoping to find out a number of uh, a number of. Th- I mean, just quickly the, the the logistics of it are quite interesting. The uh, the route is going to take uh, the lander module is going to be put in the freight hold of an Airbus three hundred and eighty from Tel Aviv Airport direct to <laughs> Dallas, and then transported on a pickup to the studio where they film these things with their special fluttery <laughs> flags. So uh, hopefully the doctored film should be up online by the middle of next week. So they're hoping to find out. Uh, from this expedition, uh, is the moon actually a fully farmable arable paradise <laughs> covered in a temporary shell casing, making it look like a useless rock of no particular relevance to humanity? Um, and also, is the moon kosher? Uh, Not if they take meat up there. <laughs> it doesn't necessarily mean it's dairy, does it? What, Isn't the, the moon made of cheese? Wasn't that a well, thing? Well, I mean, I guess... That was a thing, but whether it's a true thing or not, I think there's probably a loophole on that. We won't know until it's on a bagel, Andy. (laughs) (laughs) Never a truer word said. Andy, Alice, I have a quick question about this. Uh, It centres around just rich people doing things in space. Uh, Now, I know this is a (laughs) private mission, and I know that Jeff Bezos has a thing called Blue Origin where he sends stuff up in space. And, And I have a side ambition where... Um, I'm kind of obsessed with rich people's hobbies. And I looked up a particular Middle Eastern prince who was obsessed with making exotic pets make love to each other to see what would happen. Um, (laughs) He made an emu and a giraffe mate just to see what would happen. And I feel (laughs) that... And I have no no record of what happened uh, because I didn't speak to the emu or the giraffe. But... um, I do know that rich people now in America, and I assume in Israel, are obsessed with just sending things up to space. Now, if I was an alien, Alice, <laughs> and, and I, I just started seeing stuff just go up there, I would think that was just another rich, spoiled brat who invented TikTok or something. You know? <laughs> I, I, don't know how, I don't know why. I just want to know how you guys feel about the rich, private people being obsessed with space. Well, I mean, it's just all part of humanity's escape strategy, isn't it? Because clearly we're, you know, we're busy f***ing this planet up. So if you can, we can stick a rocket on the moon. 
Yeah, Annabelle, from a particular perspective, this is just rich people seeing what you can get to f*** another thing. Uh, and it's gone from uh, f***ing poor people to seeing if you can f*** the stars. <laughs> also, they will be looking for uh, any further proof that God uh, might have promised uh, the moon to uh, my team as well. Um, hoping to find some sign of God in the moon dust that showed that he'd marked out the renowned orb for his... Uh, uh, us is uh, his chosen people, so it could be, could be very exciting. That whole new promised satellite. In other, uh, well, tangentially related, I guess, waiting for the Messiah news, uh, a fish could be Jesus. <laughs> um, scientists have found that a Scottish stickleback fish had a virgin birth. Uh, they've named the fish Mary. Uh, after the uh, mother of uh, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, for those of you who haven't heard of him, a uh, prominent uh, turn of the first millennium Middle East based magician and raconteur, of <laughs> course. Um, apparently this fish fertilised its own eggs internally in a, an absolute first for stickleback, stickleback reproduction. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesus, of course, uh, was in his time one of the top-ranked messiahs, although the rankings, I think, were done like tennis rankings, so they only counted your miracles and your parables in the last 12 months, all weighted equally, which is kind of ridiculous. I don't know why they don't do it more like golf, where it decays over two <laughs> years, so it's more weighted to the recent miracles and the <laughs> parables. So the problem is your feeding of the 5,000, your wedding at Cana, turning water into wine, that kind of stuff. Great for a year, then suddenly worth nothing. To me, it skews the whole notion of how messianic mm-hmm. you can judge someone to be but look i, I digress anyway <laughs> Scottish, um, they would collect the, the way they discovered this they were collecting fish uh, these scientists uh, during a scheme to do the genome sequencing of sticklebacks because well you have to don't you i mean you've got to know the gen- <laughs> genome sequence of a stickleback otherwise otherwise what's the point and <laughs> and hopefully they'll be able to then pinpoint why it is that us and sticklebacks are so different from each other <laughs> why is it that we can't breathe underwater and they can't play cribbage or build functioning medieval castles so uh, hopefully the uh, gene uh, genome sequencing will uh, reveal reveal all that so this fish Mary, Mary the, the stickleback, mm-hmm. delivered her stickle nippers by caesarean section. That's the problem with fish today, two posh to push. <laughs> and uh, 54 bouncing or sploshing baby sticklebacks. Miracle baby fishes, Alice. Miracle baby fishes. It does cast some light on how Jesus did do the multiplying of the fishes situation <laughs> himself. <laughs> if internal fertilisation was part of that, I don't think anyone would have wanted to eat however many fish there were. <laughs> oh, no, no, I've had plenty. <laughs> Uh, 20 of these 54 fish are still alive. It's not clear whether any of the remaining 34 have been betrayed by their buddies <laughs> and crucified. <laughs> Very hard to tell with fish. Um, the scientist said we couldn't believe it when we found she had completely developed embryos inside her ovaries. Pretty much unheard of, say the scientists. I mean, there's a lot of questions that have been yes. raised by this story, I think. First of all, how would you have heard of it if it happened before? Because fish don't talk. That's very famously their thing. That's why you send right. people to sleep with them. Yeah. Because they're very discreet. <laughs> fish don't talk, hips don't lie. Two of the <laughs> eternal truths of, of life. Thank you for listening, Buglers. For those of you heading to the Edinburgh Fringe this year, make sure you don't miss Alice Fraser's show. You can get tickets to The Gargle live at thebuglepodcast.com now. And do find Alice's solo show and the solo shows of other Bugle co-hosts on the internet or by asking nicely in Edinburgh. Hold up. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth, Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss Lime Bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now. <laughs>